Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. This week, I am going to pick a barrel of NBC, uh, National Barrel Company, for those who don't know, MGP Rye. They sent me three rye samples, all eight years old, don't know the proof, don't know anything other than they're all eight years old. And at the same time, I'm going to answer a question or sort of discuss this topic that uh, Nick Bratcher brought up. If you don't know Nick, check him out in uh, Bourbon Instagram uh, is his handle on Instagram. I'd love to hear about how bourbon is uniquely situated to create friendships. I feel like you've made a lot of connections in this hobby, and I'd like you to talk about why that is. Maybe tell a few stories of how it's brought you into a relationship or two and why they're significant. It can't be bourbon itself, right? It's something to be drunk after all. It's just something to be drunk after all. Where would your life be without it? I don't know. I'm spitballing. Um, it's a great topic because I think that's one of the things about bourbon that makes it unique to any other spirit, vodka, rum, anything like that. You don't really have a whole lot of that from my knowledge. Wine, you probably have a little bit of it just because of the uh, the uh, community surrounding it. Maybe a little bit of beer, too, is, is similar. Uh, I think Bourbon has become sort of that that special spirit that creates friendships and, and bonds to a certain extent, probably because it has a lot to do, especially if you're dealing with people online and trading and selling and stuff like that. So it has a hint of trust involved in it. Um, <clears throat> as far as stories, probably the two of the biggest figures in my life that I've met, well, three, I probably one is Ed, who's been on the podcast a couple times. Um, probably the first real, I mean, Cleefot, I met through volleyball and he got me into bourbon for the most part, but really it was when I met Ed at uh, cork and bottle that I really got, you know, into the, into the thick of it. That was when I was just getting into bourbon pages and, and getting to know people. And Ed brought me on pick, brought me on my first pick and brought me on several picks after that because he knew that even though I was new, I wasn't afraid to tell people what I thought and I maybe brought a unique perspective to it. Um, and I helped him on several projects, but that's probably the first one. The first time I remember going to cork and bottle, I was going up there for, I don't remember if it was smooth ambler pick, if it was a cork and bottle, the first one of the smooth ambler picks, or it was Russell's before I liked before I liked wild turkey because I didn't like Russell's at first and he gave me the first Russell's that I ever liked and then I, be I became a, not a fan but definitely had a uh, appreciation for it and from there we did several picks together uh, I helped him with uh, Old Baldy and Old Baldy 2 to a lesser extent and then Bald Monk and a couple of the other things uh, that we all helped on. <clears throat> and that was probably my first foray into like really having somebody that I became a friend that was strictly bourbon. Um, then I had, you know, Ben Pickett, which is a good friend of mine. I got to know him. And really the, the, the next two big figures as far as people that really became family uh, were the Mongols who I've spoken about on this podcast before. And, uh, the first time I met them, I was actually selling them a bottle of Smooth Ambler Rye, the unicorn pick. And I went over there and it was just like, 
these people opened their home up to me, offered me whatever I wanted to try. I tried the unicorn. They already had one open. They just wanted a second one. It was just like, it reminded me a lot of my family back in, uh, well, my family when I was in Kentucky, but my family in Louisville when I was living in Lexington. A lot of the old school family members that just didn't know a stranger. Like you met them and it was basically were instantly family. You could have whatever you want. They opened their doors to, which sometimes becomes a problem if people take advantage. So then I became friends with them. And then that offshoot, that offshot into being friends with Ben Pickett and uh, a couple of the other guys. And then finally I met Tyler, who was podcast co-host on this. That was much later in my bourbon life. Uh, and he sort of become a, a brother of mine. And now I've got several people up here in Wisconsin that I've become friend, really good friends with. Probably not as tight with them as I have been just because I got more family now where before it was like just me and the wife at that point. So I could pretty much do whatever I want. Now I've got to spread myself around a little bit more. All right. Enough with that. Let's talk whiskey. So this is number one. Barrel number one, no proof, just eight years. 95.5 rye. Nose is a little... It's like a... It's weird because it's got the caramel on it, like a bourbon, but it's got a little bit of piney rye spice. Man, that falls through on the palate. You get a little bit of that traditional rye spice, but just a blast of like sweet caramel. That's interesting. Ooh, that's a good one. That's going to be tough to beat as number one. I told Michael Hines, by the way, if you're ever in Nashville and you need something to do, man, you've got to go to Nashville Barrel Company there. It's a it's a cool little place they've got set up now. You could try barrels and try picks and they know what they're doing, man. They've got a lot of stuff down there. Ooh. It's not really viscous. I don't see a lot of legs. I mean, when people talk about legs, for those who don't know, my wife asks me when I talk about it, you want a long, after you swirl it around your glass, you don't want the beads to just die off at the top or at the bottom and have little driplets. You want to have long strands of uh, what it is is it's the oils from the from the oak that makes it sticky like that. I probably poured a little bit too much of this one. For those who don't know, I actually had my third child yesterday. That's why I'm trying to get a few of these in. Uh, obviously, I probably won't post this tomorrow, so it won't be yesterday when I when I post it. But in the past week or two, I've had my first, my third child. We got a baby boy named Keaton, Keaton Burke. Okay, moving on to the second one. That was a good one, though. A lot like the last one we picked. It's got a lot of bourbon characteristics to it, which I like. I don't like a piney medicinal rye. That's just not me. Piney, minty, not it for me. 
Number two. Once again, no proof. I will say number three came with a bonus barrel char in it. So I don't know if that means it's a shorter barrel, potentially. This one, very oily. The legs are for days. That's just coating the glass. Once again, a a bourbon nose. They know what I like. They send me samples. They know I like James down there, man. That guy kills it with the barrels. James Davenport is a, he knows what he's doing with those barrels. Mike Hines puts on a good, a good spread, man. They know how to uh, treat people when you're coming in there to do barrel picks. That's for sure. This one, even more than the first one, very bourbon-esque. There's zero rye spice to that. That's just sweet and caramely. It's not as the last one we picked was called Kraken, and that was like a crazy bourbon-y barrel. Like, it just tasted like it wasn't even a, a rye whiskey. <clears throat> this one, quite not, not quite that pungent or... Um, in your face with those flavors, but damn good. Man, we're only on 10 minutes. I'm going to have to think of something else to talk about. What other friendship stories do I have? I used to play basketball with Ben Pickett all the time. He used to beat the shit out of me. Dude's a big old boy. That's a big old boy. I thought I was big until I met that boy, man. Dang. Anybody tried Mountain Dew? Spark? Man, that shit's good. Can't go with wrong with raspberry lemonade. I like that one, but I don't think I like it as much as the first one. Is my is my baby congratulations to myself, baby bottle. Baby bottle that opened. Opened the very first Smooth Ambler barrel pick I went on. Uh, single barrel project. Ten year, hundred twenty one proof. I forgot how oaky that is, man. It is just so oaky for a ten year. Crazy how my profile's changed. I wouldn't have picked that now. I mean, it's good. It's just not. It's not to what my profile would be that I would prefer now versus what then I thought was good was something smooth and oaky and smooth. Everybody hates the word smooth. I probably said on here before I try to use the word easy drinking versus smooth just to not trigger people. A lot of trigger words. That one, This one's got a little more rye spice in the nose. But still got that bourboniness to it. Same thing. Caramel. I think the first one just has more going on. The other two are good. Really good. But the first one has more going on. 
Boy, that last one's got a Kentucky hug all the way down to your chest. Oh, boy. I dig that one out with a shovel. Oh, whew. You ever get one of those? It's almost like heartburn. It goes so deep. Whew, I don't need that, man. Sitting in a birthing room, my wife, instead of a hotel or a hospital this time, she wanted to have it in a birthing center. And uh, <clears throat> I was just like, all right, whatever you want to do. It was weird, but they had twinkle lights on the ceiling, like stars. So that was nice. Felt like you were sleeping under the stars. That was pretty cool. I think most of what I did over the past 24 hours was sleep because I was getting ready for today. For what, and I was going to have to take care of these other two yahoos. All right. Well, I guess I'll cut it off. It'll be about 15 minutes. By the time I add on the, uh, see, can I, what can I talk about? Um, man, all these new MGP NDPs are just popping up out of nowhere. Had some samples from Cardinal Spirits come through. Uh, my buddy down in Lexington tried a couple of those. They got some solid stuff for a good price. I mean, six year old for sixty bucks is always good. All right, I'm gonna cut it off. Uh, until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family.